Welcome everybody to the awesome train number 55, uh, hence to fourth, known as the drinking podcast. <laughs> the drunk version. Or in my case, the Four Loco uh, podcast. And in my case, the coconut rum with pineapple juice and grenadine. Delicious. That's right everybody, we're going to be drinking tonight. I've got two Four Locos here, so I'll kick off one of these now. And we'll be back in a minute with some disgustingness. Oh god. The Heavy Young Heathens, oh, that was with the song called Jackie Come Lately off the album Heavy Young Heathens. So, it's like making my ears bleed. Louise hates it. Yes, I did. And that's what she needed to know on that. Yeah. So, yes, as I said, we're often drinking. I decided to go with Four Locos since it's such the hot beverage right now. Hot to the point that it's been banned in uh, Washington State, uh, New York State, and the guy at the liquor store told me as of today... Uh, I think officially for moving forward, it is banned in Ohio. So, what about it is so bad? Uh, I have two of the last cans. I I chose these are my flavor choices: watermelon, fruit punch, lemon lime, and orange. I decided oh. to go with fruit punch and lemon lime. Fruit punch, fruit fruit punch, fruit punch. You're always safe with oh, lemon Jesus. lime. That's going to taste like ass. So these are so dangerous because they say one of these contains. Basically four beers. Oh man, you're gonna be loaded. And three cups of coffee. First of all, you never drink caffeine. Like anytime we drink caffeine, I don't drink we anything. share it. Here, here's here's a my third sip. Gross. This is a very tall can, by the way. How many ounces is in this thing? It's a pint. So seven and a half fluid ounces. It has a very wide mouth as well to enjoy oh, it. Anyway, he never drinks any uh, caffeine or anything. And then you also de- never drink. Yeah, Louise likes to make fun of me because I'm to the point now where I drink. If I have like a beer, I turn flush and splotchy. Yeah, I'm and sure you're going to get some terrible reaction. Even after the first sip alone, I was um, very, I could feel the heat coming over me. Yeah, like you feel it going down your gullet. So let me say, I guess first reactions to this Four loco Fruit Punch. 
The first sip was god-awful. What does it taste like? It definitely tastes like malt liquor, which is what is in there. Like a, like a wine cooler? With, like, high C thrown in there. Oh, so like a wine cooler. I guess like a wine cooler, yeah. Gross. I mean, you're... It's like... <coughs> oh, seriously? Uh, it's probably going to be happening a lot tonight. I apologize. Oh, jeez. Um, okay. So, yeah, so I have that and the lemon-lime, and our shows usually go about 45 minutes, so... I don't want to kill myself tonight, but we'll see what I can get through. I definitely don't think you should drink both. Oh, and on the flip side, Louise, unwilling to take the Four loco challenge... Definitely. ...decided to go with... Uh, what, what is your drink here, Louise? An oldie bit of goodie. This is what I call Louise-y. <laughs> it's coconut rum, grenadine, and pineapple juice. So, Louise... You're going to get any more girly than this. The female aspects of drunk podcasting. It's coming um, on again. Jesus. Come on, man. You're going to vomit on your keyboard. <laughs> um, yeah, I was remembering when I was mixing my drink, I was thinking back of when I was in college, and um, I was I was finding it hilarious that I had to unearth my shot glass in order to make myself a drink. And then I remembered that in college, there was some point in my college experience where we decided we were going to collect shot glasses from everywhere we went. It's fine. I wanted to collect, I think I've told you in the past... Uh, for, there's a point there where I wanted to collect Hard Rock Cafe uh, sweatshirts. No, oh, sweatshirts. Sweatshirts, seriously? From all the Hard Rock cafes oh, I went to. Nerd. Which is very awesome. You and your, like, outerwear. <laughs> I think I think before that, it was collecting... You had more sweatshirts so probably was, than any boy. This was like 7th, 8th grade. At that point, it was trying to collect um, sweatshirts from different college football teams. I definitely remember that happening. That face hit I you think, as well as a female. I, yeah, I think they sold them at like at dots. You probably bought a few. All right, stop <laughs> making references to when I used to wear dots clothing. You have to look through the past shows if you're not aware of what we're talking about. But um, I used to. My mother used to buy me clothes from a male, or I guess a, in my defense, a unisex store. Absolutely not unisex. <laughs> Regardless, Bridget and I used to shop there all the time. People don't know who Bridget is. Doesn't matter. Fully women. Look fully back. Women. Look back through some old shows. I mean, come on. Well, that actually could bring us to a good point, Louise, because one of the things I've written down to talk about at some point, and this can get into it, is I divulged to Louise recently that uh, around high school, I think somebody at one point made a comment to me like, hey, didn't you wear that shirt with those pants yesterday or two days ago? And I was like, oh, really? I'm like, I don't remember doing that, but I was very self-conscious about this, so I went to the task of making myself, like, a schedule of what I wore with what, like, what shirt with what sweater with what pants, what day of the week, so I knew not to repeat myself and That's face funny. that error again. That's funny because me going to um, private schools, uh, funny. grade weird. school and high school, I never had to worry about that at all. Um, but I will say that I think that my whole uh, idea along with that is I tried to think of what someone else was wearing that day. And if I can't recall what someone else was wearing that day, then I have no qualms about worrying about if someone would remember. I have no idea what you just said. Like, if you think about, if you're worried about what you're wearing and you're like, oh man, I wore that last week, then what I try and do is turn it around and say, gosh, can I remember what so and so was wearing last week? And if I can't. How does what somebody else is wearing have to do with what you're wearing? Because if I can't remember what they're wearing, chances are they won't remember what I'm wearing. Maybe you just have a horrible memory, like me. I have an excellent memory, sometimes. What Moving was, on. What was I wearing last Sunday? No idea. So I could wear that every Sunday. Yeah. Awesome. My new uniform. Okay. Moving on. So yeah, I was kind of a dork well, you in know high that. school. In case you haven't figured that one out, Louise. 
Yeah, I, I'm just definitely different from what I imagined you when we were, first started dating. Yeah, you thought like, I was like the cool dude. Not at all. I mean, it's guess, I guess it's probably why you ended up with me. Pretty much. <laughs> it wouldn't have fit. It wouldn't have made sense for you to be cool and ended up with me, I no. guess. I don't know why you thought I was cool. I don't know. Was it the sweet glasses I wore, the close-cropped haircut I had? <laughs> that one time I came over and you said, Ew, uh, you were just cool. who is this guy? You were hanging out with the cool people at Jacob's Field. Oh, whatever. That's where Louise and I met for anybody who's unawares. Okay. Louise, talking about love oh dear. and meeting somebody, the big news story this week is that Jessica Simpson happened to get engaged. Oh, jeez. However, this big news story happened to come out like three days after... The guy looks like a douchebag. ...her ex, Nick Lachey, got engaged. So... And I have to be honest, she looks gigantor. Well, look at those boobs. The boobs are humongo. I mean, definitely she needs to be proud of those because she does look pretty hefty. Um, I don't know. Anyway, this story just struck me because it just seemed as much as this girl's gotten crapped on for everything in her life before, I told Louise, I said, when I heard about this, I would have said, you know what, Jess, I really want to marry you, but... Are you going to call her Jess? On the, oh, I'm talking to us for fiancé. Oh, he calls her Jess? <laughs> I'm, I apologize. Seriously, Greg? <sighs> Greg's not here. Louise is just talking out of turn. I'm just talking, I'm calling you Greg for having such gas problems on the air. That's not my butthole making those noises. <laughs> That's my mouth hole. Yeah, for him, it's any, it's any. So anyway, I was just thinking, you know, if I was the fiancé, I'd say, listen, Jess, I love you, babe, and I want to marry you, but on the heels of your ex-fiancé, who... Ex-husband? Whatever. You're drunk already. It's the alcohol. Ridiculous. On the heels of that... I'm waiting for your splotchy rash to come through. I'm surprised it hasn't already... On the heels of that, you're slowing me down. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think it's wise for me to propose days after, because it just seemed desperate. Mm-hmm. And yet, they went ahead and did it. So, that was the first kind of shocking thing. The other thing is, this guy is... How about the first shocking name thing is, is Eric, like 600 pounds. His name is Eric Johnson. Of course his name's Eric Johnson. It's actually... Oh, it says, oh, well, it may look like he was prompted to propose because of Nick Lachey. He's gone on the record to claim that it was just a coincidence, which I don't believe for a second. This guy, I guess, used to play football, but he is no longer um, employed by any football team. He's no longer cool? Because he which, looks like a D-bag. Well, which is funny because it turned out that... Look at his sunglasses. Jessica had to buy her own ring. Oh, man. This story came out shortly after... Um, no way could Eric, who doesn't have a job at the moment, afford to purchase such an expensive ring. He made a little bit of money in the NFL and is from a wealthy family, but unless his parents helped him out, Jessica must have paid for it, because I guess he's also broke from his divorce. The ring was $100,000, by the way. Um, let's talk about her. What is she doing that's making her money? Um, she had something. She has perfume. She's... She does have the J-Simp smell going on. I mean... She hasn't made a song since, like, 1998. She did some show on TV at some point, like, in the past year, where she, like, went around the world and looked at, like, what's considered beautiful by different cultures or something weird like that. I don't know. What? You heard me. I hate Jessica Simpson, by the way. I hate her, and I hate her dad, because he's, like, her whatever. Her pimp? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so, uh, I think yeah. the fact that I heard, uh, heard about that as well definitely seems to ring of being desperate. And unfortunate for I'm like, her. honey, it's okay. You can propose to me. I'll just buy myself the ring, and you can just say that you gave it to me. Like, that's so Is that a country horrible. accent there for a second? Yeah. That reminds me of the time where... I don't even say it. What? 
I was going to say, that reminds me of the time when my sister got her ring from her fiancé and put it in her underwear drawer, and then on Christmas Eve she pulled it on and said, okay, we're engaged, and put it on, and everyone was like, woo, you're engaged. That's horrible. It's horrible, and that's what it reminds me of. She was basically like, all right, we're going to do this, you have it, let's do this. Worst story ever. That's what it reminds me of. Hmm. <sighs> second, your... The second drink's starting to really hit me. Your drink is loaded with sugar. I can see it just crusting oh, so, on the edges. It's so sugary. It looks like... It's going to make me sick. This is what my bumper looks like after you drove the car into the garage. <laughs> <today>. <laughs> oh, shit. I did. This is the second time I've driven This is the your... third time. Is it? Shit. No, I think it's the second time. Maybe Louise third. comes home from work and is like... Hey, drove your car into the garage again today. Sorry about that. Oh, it's so annoying. And then annoying. she laughed. I'm like, funny to you? <laughs> it's so annoying. Let me go drive your car in the garage and see how you feel about and it. And I hear the I hear the plastic, like, cracking, and I'm like, ugh. Ugh. I hate it. When you have to drive into our driveway, you have to kind if of you turn. drive straight ahead, you get Louise's side of the garage. Which you I'm have to, like, to? turn once you get past the house and then crane it slightly to the right, you get my side. Which I'm not used to. And so, I mean, I can't... Come, uh... Knock me? Sure. <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? It's my hearty Trump laugh. Man, I'm getting hot. I gotta <laughs> oh, take man. this off. So, I actually I can't say that. We're gonna do the podcast naked. Yeah, we're gonna end up with no clothes on by the end because we're gonna be sweating from all the alcohol pulsing through our system. Um, so, yeah, I can't say Louise is... A, is the only one at fault because I remember when I backed out one time, I scraped the entire bumper along the side of the it's garage. It's kind of tricky. And I got in trouble for that. If you're not paying attention. Shh, shh. Sorry. And so I went and got that fixed. Shortly after that, Louise... Louise always does a driving in. I seem to do a driving out. So after that, Louise was driving in again and scraped the entire bumper along the left side of the garage. And now, again, she came home today and she did it again. So... <clears throat> oh, excuse Come me. Come on, seriously? I'm seriously, Louise. Ugh. Dude. Dude, I was able to wipe out half the paint, at least scrub it out with some turpentine. That's good. But there's just a big pocket where you can see... Alright, I just realized that our dog Roxy is down here because we're eating some pretzels to try and help absorb some of the alcohol. And this dog is horrible with begging when it comes to pretzels. I don't, she know. Must, I don't even know when she came down here. She must have heard pretzels being consumed and decided she needed to come down here. Yep. Hey, Rox. Well, just take her leash off. Oh, that's her collar. Whatever. Alright, go on. Then you only hear the tap-tap of her... On the Paws on the pergo. <laughs> Our dog is so horribly here. So anyway, yeah, this crystallization of Louise's sugar on her glass reminded yeah. me of what my yeah. bumper looks like after Louise trashed it today. Okay, moving on. Song. Song, yes. We're at the 15-minute mark. How Louise, about some Katy cheers. Perry? How about some Katy Perry or some uh, Black Eyed Peas? So I can dance to it in the, the basement. Wonderful. I got a feeling. How are you gonna dance it you, to it? The headphones don't like. Go that far. I try. Alright, I'm gonna I'm guess I'm almost halfway down with this watermelon. Gross. It's not watermelon, it's fruit punch. I want you to taste this once. I refuse. Just taste it once. No way, you look like you're being poisoned. Tastes like a cat peed in it. Alright. Where's the buttons at? Oh, geez. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those nights. Alright, this next song. Please make it better than the last one. It's a remix. Of the song Wide Eyes by the band Local Natives. It is by, remixed by the band Teen Days, which I spoke highly of 
on show number 54, if you recall. Louise, get your headphones on. You can't hear what's going on. Well, the last time you kind of blew my ear. I'm not going to blow your ears out. Relax. All right, coming back, talk about some sex stuff. Nice. Which we like to do on the awesome train. So enjoy this remix. Enjoy some Four Loco or Lady Drink, and we'll be back. like a house DJ. Your like, hands in the air. Pump. pump I feel like the pump, alcohol is already hitting you and it's weird. Why is it weird? I don't know. Because it's not making you like funnier, which I thought it would make us funnier. It's just making us more like bumbling. I'm not bumbling. I'm talking about being a house DJ. Yeah, but your headphones just flew out behind your head. They flew off because I was jamming so hard. Whatever. <laughs> I was fist pumping to that. Let's listen right. to some more. So. Okay. Fist pump, fist pump, fist pump, fist pump. Black I was watching something on Conan O'Brien the other day where they were talking about this one guy and their staff should be part of uh, the Jersey Shore because he looks like one of them. And the favorite thing he did that I liked was he, whenever there's a picture being taken, he shoots, like he makes guns out of his fingers and shoots at the camera and he calls that a photo shoot because you're shooting the camera. That's so dumb. I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Alright, moving on. Why are you always in such a hurry? I, I want to know what else you got for me. Oh, let's talk about Brett Favre, Louise. This is like this is the October Man. 20th. This is like a month old news, but I just I wanted to bring up a certain point. So yes, this is the Brett Favre Wiener Man, as Louise likes to call him, who is uh, ex-New York Jets quarterback. Currently, I think he's throwing for the Vikings, I want to say. Again, I'm not Mr. Sports Guy. Don't tune into the awesome train for sports. But apparently while at the New York Jets, he took a couple shots of his wiener on his phone and sent him to a gal who worked for the NFL. I don't know in what capacity. Anyway, these photos have surfaced, and now he's getting in trouble for them. 
But I just wanted to ask Louise, this would have been a great question if our friend Greg had stuck around, but greener pastures and all. <laughs> if you were to take a picture of your wiener, huh? I don't know. This is a question for the guys. What do you think the best way to capture your wiener is? <laughs> Flaccid? Definitely not. Semi-erect, so you look like your dick's a little bit bigger than it probably is. Fully erect. Okay. And then I guess as a girl on the flip side, if you were to receive a picture of a cock on your phone, what? how would you see it to make you most excited and moist? Horrible. First of all, I don't know how that would make it. I, I, I guess I'm not sure. Have you ever seen that. a wiener before and just thought like, mmm, <laughs> give me some of that? No. Well, what the hell's wrong with you? I guess, um, I guess that pretty much establishes the fact that, yes, yes, awesome train passengers, I've never taken a picture of my wiener and sent it to Louise before. <laughs> Maybe one day if I get a cool enough phone, I can do that, but right now my sweet flip phone... Ain't, ain't cutting it. It takes ten minutes just to take a damn picture. Yeah. Let alone to send it. So I would say... And be I guess, like, sorry, your cock's too big to send. I would guess if it's your wiener, I'd say... Well, who else's wiener are we talking about? Brett Fa I mean... Anyone's. Your boyfriend? I guess if anyone I mean, else... I guess let me ask you this. Is my wiener best captured in a certain uh, light and your other friends are captured <laughs> in different? I would say if any of you guys want to send me your pictures of your wieners... Oh, Jesus. I'd say <laughs> semi-erect would be a, a probably more appropriate and favorable. I don't know if at this point I should endorse going to the austintrain.blogspot.com <laughs> to take to submit in the comments uh, pictures of your wiener. No, no, no. Or not. No, I don't want to see anyone's I wanna, wieners. I just want to get the podcast plug in there. No. Or the blog. No, please. But I say that... Send Louise your wiener pictures. <laughs> really, she likes them. I say flaccid is kind of rinky-dink. And I say, um, like, 100% hard up is kind of creepy. If so you want it slightly chubbed. Yeah. So what you just told the audience is that my wiener flaccid is nothing important and full on is like, okay, a little crazy there. Mm -hmm. And then so you, you like my wiener best chubbed up. I'd say, <laughs> no. I'd Sounds say, like what you said, Louise. I'd say flaccid is kind of like, uh, obviously not doing, not going anywhere with this. <laughs> <laughs> Chubbed up is kind of like, we're on our way. And All right. fully bonafide is, <laughs> whoa, Bubby, we gotta get going. Alright, now my next question. <sighs> Say it's fully erect. Do you shoot it so you're looking straight at it, like down the barrel? Because that's like some crazy foreshortening perspective going on where you get the big head and then you kind of see like a loping roller coaster back to the body. Or, at that point, you do a profile, so you can see the full arch. That's a profile. Moving on. Moving on? This is this is a field to be mined, Louise. This is a field to be exploded. Did you say it? You said profile, right? Yeah. So, let me ask you this, then. Oh, jeez. Do you want to get any shot of the balls in there at all? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, you want a chubbed up... From the front, including balls. Ballified wiener. <laughs> Should the guy be touching it at all? Oh, come on. No. Just there unto itself. Yeah. All right, guys. You know what Louise is looking for. <laughs> and it shouldn't be full on because unless unless I'm there, it shouldn't be full on. That is such skewed thinking. Louise has told me this before, that she doesn't think I should ever have erections unless she's in the room. No, I don't think that's true. I haven't told you that you before. You have told me that. 
Listen, you Kathy, did. that's not Kathy? true. <laughs> what does my mom have to do with this all of a sudden? Because I think it's that that's a definitely made-up story. It's not made up. You've said these words to me. I No, I didn't. Why are you pushing me away with your feet? Because you're on a swivel chair. Okay. Four loco. Best drink in the world. Okay, go on. No, I'm trying to figure out where we can, how we can wrap this up. Oh, just let it go. What were we just talking about? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Other than taking wiener pictures? Your mom. Yeah, and how, where were we at before that? You were saying that I have a skewed idea of... Oh, yeah. Louisa only thinks I should have erections where she's in That's the room. That's still not true. I just don't, like, I don't want to hear about oh, you. Oh, yeah, because I said, should a guy be touching? You said, no way, man, because a guy shouldn't be erect unless I'm standing there <laughs> doing something with it. Holla. <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like if you're... Your ding dong's erect. I don't want to know about it unless I'm doing something with it. Ding dong, you guys. I've recently realized that when it comes to like pop culture or slang or jargon, <laughs> that if you know it, Louise has no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> and I don't even know how this. I mean, I know how one instance that came up. We were at dinner with some uh, with Louise's sister and. Our brother-in-law, and I just realized Louise has no concept of like pop cultural terms. So I said, you know, Louise, if somebody were to ask you what anal beads is, mm -hmm. do you know? And she said, "Go ahead, Louise." No. <laughs> Louise said she thought it was like poop that dangles out of your butt. <laughs> so hopefully, ninety percent of the audience understands what anal beads actually are and why, get that joke. Why is that necessary? I don't know. I just hope I don't have to explain the joke to people. Hopefully. Because you feel like people are really losing something in their lives. They're losing some kind of richness if they don't know what anal beads are. Yes. If you know what <laughs> anal beads are, I feel sorry for you. Jeez. Anyways. Well, pity me, man. Anyways. Pity me. In a upcoming podcast, we're going to have a pop culture, pop term trivia contest for Louise where you guys can all join in. If you have any submissions on stuff like that... Any words you think are in uh, the vernacular that Louise should know? For example, my brother-in-law was talking about a pink taco. And oh, I yeah, pink taco. That was the first one no that came out. I had no idea what a pink taco was. Did you have an idea what that was? I, I forget. Mean, I could guess just by the way you guys were acting like 10-year-olds that I it was something gross with the girls' vajayjay. Vajayjay. But I had no idea. So, yeah. It doesn't have to be sexual because, honestly, like... Again, like we said before, she's just now dancing to I Got a Feeling by Black Eyed Peas. So she's about 10 years behind on that. Seriously, she's 10 years old? I would say it's probably like 2005. That's a great song. It is a great song, Louise. I mean, it's a great holla, whoop it up on the dance floor song. So, anything like that. Pop culture. It so is in 2005. I'm trying to think of something it's else. It's like two years old. I'm going to look it up right now. Look it up. Look it up. you got to keep the audience entertained. Oh, I actually think I have to go to the bathroom. I never have to go to the bathroom during a podcast before, and I really have to break my seal, if you know well, what I mean. Well, you're going to have to chill out. You have to wait till the next musical break. Mm, break it soon. I'm trying to think of other pop cultural references that Louise want to get. I'm terrible. I've never been good at it. If you ask me anything about You know the, who the situation is, right? Yeah. Who? It's from the Jersey Shores. Okay. Cheese The dick. Jersey Shores? Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. The Jersey Shore? Just the Jersey Shore. Oh, jeez, I'm so sorry. I'm just saying. I'm just jeez. saying. Please. All I realized about... Do you know who Snooki is? Yeah. All I realized... She's like this deadbeat, um, over-tanned Italian whore that's Do you know on... what a Guido or a Guidette is? Please. What? This is pretty much like a cha-cha or a cha-chette. 
Listen. <laughs> Do you know what Four loco is? Yeah, it's a drink of butt that you're drinking. It's a Listen, drink of butt. All I know is pop culture doesn't interest me because there's absolutely no depth to it whatsoever. Do I need to know everything that's going on in pop culture? Pop culture? No. Pop culture? <laughs> I don't. Because it means nothing. I mean, in the end, is anything of that kind of shit going to matter? No, it's not. Hell yeah. It's when you're on Jeopardy and the $500 question is, what is anal beads? You're going to want to know that. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm not really going to need to know that amount. I got a feeling. It's taking you a really long time to find out this information. because Google's not working. Now it's bringing up a Beatles song. Here we go. Tonight's the night. Let's live it up. Uh, the best part right, about ready? this song? No. 2009. That was, not, that was not released in 2009. Oh, yeah? It says released June It was 2009. June 2009, so it's over a year old. I told you. It's years, over a year old. I told you two You're years behind ago. on that one. Please. Louise, who's Flo Rida? No idea. Let's okay. See. Hold on. Let me ask you one more. Do you know what making it rain means? Do you know what who O Rida is? O Rida is the potato <laughs> manufacturer. Yeah. Do you know what making it rain means? Yeah. What? It means... <laughs> Seriously. This is a quiz. No, I don't. Making it rain means that, guess. that you tinkle at someone's head. No. Do you have any other guess? Making it rain is when a guy <laughs> goes to a strip club oh, come on. and takes out like $100 in single bills. So 100 bills. And throws it up in the air over the strippers so that they trickle down like it's raining and they say they're making it rain that's so dumb i mean i think it's you better have pretzel crust on your face i think it's better if you tingle on someone's that <laughs> you're disgusting all right roxy you're gonna have to leave the studio yeah i'll take her upstairs. all right we're gonna take a break the I next the bathroom. you we got two minutes the I next song it. is helicopter by the band deer hunter off the album house salon or how Halcyon Digest. We'll be back. My final days in
Awesome Train, podcast number 55. We're back. Louise, stop doing that. Go make yourself another drink. No, I need drink number two. I'm done. It's too sweet. All right, well, you might be done, but I'm cracking number two here. Uh, Have you already hit number one? No. Oh. Ready, everybody? Oh. I just want to taste to see if this is any better. It's going to be terrible. I've always heard these things taste like this. Lemon lime is never good. Smell it. Just smell it. Just smell it. No. Lemon lime is going to taste like... smells like a cough drop. Lemon lime is going to taste like massive ass. This smells like a lemon hard candy. Which is never good. Oh, yes. I can't wait to drink it. Horrible. Oh, God bless it. Told ya. Lemon lime is not a good flavor. I feel like I'm Sammy Davis Jr. on my face when I drink this stuff. It wasn't bad drinking it, but as soon as it hits you, it was like... This thing's nasty. That's why they are banning it from Ohio. You know what this tastes like? Flavored malt liquor. Ugh. This tastes like the chemical agent I used to use when I worked for the city of Broadview Heights to clean the public bathrooms. Like, they scented it to be lemon so it didn't smell like oh, crap. Yeah. But in like the end, pledge. it was it's like chemical. It was, it was, it's, it's worse than pledge. Nasty. All right, Louise. What do you have for me? Where are we at? Oh, so to wrap up our penis conversation. Oh, come on. Oh, we left that. This minute. is a chart, a euphemized, euf, euphemized oh, version geez. of the women's penis size, penis size preference, preference chart. And you cannot read. Wow. Do not get behind a wheel right now. So this is what they're saying. Um... Women like pretty much between the six to seven inches in length. Guys, if you're at home and you're you have a private moment, take yourself out, get yourself ready so you can see how you compare. So you want to be between eh, five and a half to seven inches in long. And and then circumference wise, five to six inches. No, circumference. no, four yeah. and a half to five and a half in circumference. Whatever. So you're gonna need some. Borrow your mom's tape that is a piece of cloth so you can a wrap it measure. around. No, because a tape measure is metal, and you want to wrap that around your wiener. <laughs> no, there's a there's definitely tape measures that are not. So that's measure. the most fun zone. It's not a retractable tape measure. That's the most fun zone. They're saying on average, guys are between five to four in length. Wow, this is, doesn't that seem really small? This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Look at wait, look at how they they base everything. They have it based on these um, adjectives. Ready? What? Go ahead. Bring it down. Most fun. Great. Good. good enjoyable. enjoyable. Yeah. Those are all the same things. No. One the is like... The thing is no, different. Most, most fun, fun means you're in the zone. Most you, you really can't get any better. Yeah, Great's like it's most fun. This is good. Things could be better. Good is... Eh. All right. I'll take it. Enjoyable is like... Eh, whatever. Really? Enjoyable, yeah. I think, is the same as great. Well... If you're enjoying yourself, then it's great. No. I can watch go it. watch it. What do you mean watch it? <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what stories you're gonna. I can go to the circus and enjoy myself. No, you. I could go to a music concert and say this is great. No, two different things. First of all, you would not go to the circus and enjoy yourself, which is why we've been in the circus since we even had kids. Whatever. Don't whatever me. The most okay to recap the most fun. That's a penis size and length. Shh. Is between five and a half to seven, yet most men are between five and six. That is the dumbest chart I've ever seen. The most fun penis circumference is between four and a half and five and a half. Guys on average are between four and five. So if you're at home, 
Get yourself ready. Do yourself a little test so you can know. Honey, next. let's get a tape measure. Go ahead. We're not measuring your wiener online. You suggested it. Hold on. Speaking of balls and nuts. Okay. This is a story about laptops. This is kind of a public notice from the awesome train. About laptop usage, guys. Beware. The more you know. So, blah, 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 blah. Millions and millions of men are using laptops now, especially those in the reproductive age range. Within 10 or 15 minutes, their scrotal temperature is already above what we consider safe. Oh, interesting. It's because you put your laptops... On your wieners. ...on your lap, and you're heating stuff up down there. You're cooking it like an easy-bake oven. But according to Dr. Schenken, men don't feel the rise in temperature. Also... They say that there's little that a man can do to lower the temperature other than placing the laptop on a desk instead of their laps. This doctor so also says that your they, testicles. you're cooking your testicles and the sperm inside. This doctor also says that the heat from the computer isn't the only problem. When you place the computer on your lap, you typically sit with your legs together. This body heat also helps to cook your testicles. That's awesome. That's awful. Guys, get a pillow or get a put pillow, it, put it on a desk. What if you're on a couch? Put it on a pillow. Guys, just a notice to you. Don't cook your testicles. That's no. a word from the awesome train. Public service. The more you know. Louise. Whoa, my good gravy. Did you see these beautiful people right here? First of all, who's the guy and who's the girl? This is Tom Clifford on the <laughs> left. My and this gosh. is Janine Walker on the right. And they met on a dating site called www.theuglybugball.com, oh. a dating website designed for bad-looking people. For boo-hoo-looking people. Boo-boo. Oh, I think boo-boo. This couple that we see in this picture is the offic is officially the website's first successful engagement. Oh. So you see those Match.com commercials about all these people who met and got married? This is the first one for them. Guys, we will post this picture... On the blog at www.theawesometrain.blogspot.com. Now, Louise, let's not be harsh here. Everybody deserves to find love. They just happen to find it on theuglyball.com. Ugly.bugball.com. So that they can find love amongst their kind. This says, I'm uglier than all these people. Please do not troll the ugly people. Yeah, Louise is referencing the it says, site. Yeah, dating. Happy Louise is referencing the site. Geekology.com is where I first read about this. So. I mean, honestly, the, the Ugly Bug Ball reference is in reference to a song that was done by... Uh, what? It's a song. The Ugly Bug Ball, come on, let's crawl. Did the Black Eyed Peas sing that? Gotta crawl to the Ugly Bug Ball, to the ball, to the ball. And a happy time we'll have there. One and all, let the Ugly Bug Ball... It's a song. It's a song that was sung in the musical Summer Magic. <laughs> What the hell are you <laughs> With Haley Mills and the mom from Family Robinson. Well, Louise is showing her true colors tonight, folks. So Burl so, Ives is in that movie, and Burl Ives sings the song. Oh my go, God. go Google it. No. Go Google it. Stop. Honey. It says the pair who enjoyed a mutual love of junk food and TV dinners. A face that makes children cry. Are Louise, stop. Aww. Are planning a winter wedding near their respective homes. Mr. Clifford, who's 36 and a carpet fitter, who has a face that makes children cry, said, I've been a joke to women for years because of the way I look. By the way, let's just describe him. So, in this picture, he's got on some red and black plaid shirt. Not a big deal. 
pretty fat in the face. He's got a double chin. He's got some long, flowing locks. He's got some pretty green eyes, though. I mean, his hair is horrible. Yeah, I guess if you use your hands to just focus on the eyes, you could fall in love with that. I mean, I'm like, I just feel like get a haircut, lose 50 pounds. Yeah, I honestly think he's the bigger catch. She, Janina, on the other hand, is confusing. I don't think she's even that atrocious. I, I think, think she hair is either wig. has on a snow white wig because it's <laughs> jet black and it's very short, like she cut it with a pair of rough edge scissors. <laughs> she has a white bow in it. I'm pretty sure she has a mustache right there. Her teeth are biting her bottom lip in this picture. Again, the double chin. Again, possibly some hair growth on the fat of the underside. <laughs> Louise, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just describing this for the viewers I mean, at it's home. It's hilarious So you're taking the cursor and like pointing out well, these aspects like it's your pointer. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's probably the bigger catch than her. I don't think they're that atrocious. I just think they just need, you know, they just need some help. So, anyway, Mr. Clifford goes on to say, I always thought that I was too ugly to meet Mrs. Wright, but my life changed when I met Janine. She's beautiful and I love her in every possible way. I still can't believe this is happening. Mr. Clifford, who has been single since 1998, spotted Janine, 31, on the site in late August. So my biggest I question mean, to I you, Louise, is... I say happy for them. It's great. I mean, I just... If you see yourself as ugly... I mean, I don't know. I think that's kind of sad that you're like, oh, I'm, a, I'm an ugly douchebag. I need to go on the site. I'm not drinking this lemon lime anymore. <laughs> what about evolution? What about... What does Darwin say about... What? Survival of the fittest? Yes. <laughs> Should these people be mating? No, yes. I mean, come on. It's That's one so thing to find cool. love. It's Honey, another thing to be mating I'd say 90% of their problem is the fact that they just need someone to help them, like... Style? Yeah. Gee. They're not atrocious-looking people. You would let him have no, sex with you. They're really. It's not about that. Of course I would not. But he, I don't feel like he's atrocious. I just feel like they need some help with their style. And they're overweight, so it really doesn't help. I mean, come on. So you're all for the UglyBugBall.com? Yeah, and I really like the UglyBugBall.com, and I really wish you would Google that because I'm absolutely dead on it. You want me to Google this website that's right there for no, boo-boo people Google, to meet? Google the UglyBugBall. I'm not Googling that. So you can hear the song because it goes like this. Once a lonely caterpillar sat and cried. For Louise's benefit, I would do this real quickly. Keep singing. I've got nobody to love. I'm such an ugly bug. <laughs> so, hold on a second. I googled it real quick, and the first thing that came up was the link for this dating website that says Dating for the Aesthetically Challenged. There you go. That's horrible. I feel bad those people are like more or less admitting to themselves that that Look, is the deal. Look, Ugly Bug Ball. No, this is taken from, from the bare necessities. necessities. It is not. All right. Do Ugly Bug Ball. Hold on. Shh. I need everybody to listen to this. Oh, Summer Magic. There it is. There's Burl Ives, and there's the caterpillar. Ugly bug, then a spider and a dragonfly replied. If you're serious and want to win a bride, come along with us to the glorious annual Ugly Bug Ball. Come on, let's crawl, gotta crawl. What is the plot of Summer Magic? Ugly Bug Ball. Well, a family... You gotta wrap it up, this show's going on forever. <laughs> a family loses their dad, and then they have no money. Oh, that's so uplifting for Disney. Is this a Disney film? Yeah. So it's a daughter and a son and a, a little son and a mom. And the daughter writes a letter to the owner of a summer cottage that they always loved to pass oh, by. Oh, interest. And asks if they can rent the house. And so they go and rent the house. They remake the house. And it turns out that Burl Ives is... 
Letting right. them live there. Are you ready to move on? Oh, gosh. It's a great movie. It's All a right. great movie. Everybody, another PSA from the Awesome Train. Facebook status updates tell the story of romance gone awry. What? This basically looks at when people have updated their posts of, hey, I'm single now, and says when in a year it typically happens. And your highest ones are going to be in spring break. Wonder why. Around March. And then, unfortunately, again, guys, I hate to tell you about this, but we're coming into another high period <laughs> two, two weeks, weeks before, before Christmas. Christmas. Why do you think that is? Do you think guys are just like, I don't want to buy or anything? Probably. Dicks. I think when it comes down to like, fuck, do I want to go out of my way and buy this girl a gift? I really just kind of want to make out with her. Do you think it's more like that, or do you think it's more like we? she's pressuring me to go over to her parents' house, she wants me to come to her parents' house, I need to bring her to my parents' house, I don't want any of this hassle for Christmas, I don't like her enough. So you think for a lot of relationships, it's Christmas becomes a time where you have to get serious about it and start introducing to families. Kind of. If you're at college, you just say, oh, come home and meet my family. Mm -hmm. Or if you're in high school, you want to say like, oh, come over. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I think it might be more gift-related. I think when a guy realizes like, shit, I gotta go buy her something, then he's like, ugh. I mean, it drops off considerably on Christmas Day, so... Yeah. So I guess if you make it through Christmas Day, awesome train passengers, you're good you to go. You are good until... It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. It seems like it's gift. Uh, maybe. Although there seems to be a funny peak around April Fool's Day, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah. Spring break is funny, I think, because that's like, uh, you cheated on me, you did something stupid and crazy somewhere in Cancun... This graph also shows a series of Mondays around tax time where there's peaks. Which is so weird. That's bizarre. And then summer break, which, much like the characters in Grease sang, summer, summer love. Loving, me so, I guess... Yeah, but it's like June and July. See, I would say it's more like you're leaving college, you're going home, and you're breaking up with your, yeah. your boyfriend from school. All I know is when I was in college, and I think I've told this a couple times... The girls, when I saw it in college, I was like, oh my god, she's attractive. Oh my god, she's attractive. Mm -hmm. Then you go home and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? Those right. people are dogs. Yeah. And I mean, that might have been just because I went to art school and no. I kind of like uh, got out of that art school no. bubble and I saw that girls don't have nose piercings and weird colored hair and faux fur coats from head to toe like a duster. No, I was the same way at Eastern. I would be like, oh, he's kind of cute. Yeah, I could see, I could kind of date him. And then I'd go home and I'd be like, oh... How sad is it that I left Columbus, and you left Eastern Michigan, and we came to Cleveland to find better, more attractive people? Is it sad, or is it fate? It's pretty sad. It's not sad. It's just sad because you don't want to be in Cleveland. I, mean, I, guess, I guess, in my opinion, Eastern Michigan probably has uglier people than Cleveland, but I would think oh, yeah, Columbus has sure. better looking people than Cleveland. Not in art school. Yeah, it was in <laughs> art school, though. So, be aware of that. We're heading into a break a Big breakup time. Hold on to that man, girls. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Get that Christmas sweater that you've been waiting for. Or go to theuglybugball.com. Yeah. Doesn't work out for you? Head over to Louise's favorite site, theuglybugball.com. Guys, send pictures of your wiener over there. Remember, Louise likes semi-chubbed and balls in there. Mm -hmm. Don't touch it, though. Mm -hmm. Lastly, on the Awesome Train podcast number 55, STD testing. There's an app for that. Doctors yeah. and technology experts are developing small devices similar to pregnancy testing kits that will tell someone quickly and privately if they have caught an infection through sexual contact. Hold. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, no. I've got to be People honest. who suspect they have been infected will be able to put urine or saliva onto a computer chip 
about the size of a USB chip, plug it into their phone or computer. Ugh, I don't want urine going into my phone. Honey. And re- might as well just pee in the damn USB slot and receive a diagnosis within minutes, telling them which, if any, sexually transmitted infection they have. I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest with you. Yes. I don't understand the whole application thing with an iPhone. Oh, Jesus. So when you say that you can do this as an app, I really barely know what people are talking about, except that I know that it's related to the new iPhones. It's not even iPhones. It's pretty much any smartphone. So there's... Like, I don't even know what that means. All right. Awesome train passengers, just hang on for a second. So there's these things called apps. And it's short for... Applications. Great. Doing good so far. (laughs) So there's one very popular one right now called Foursquare. So wherever you are, you can check virtually check in and say, Louise is at Great Lakes Brewing Company. And then the people can say, oh, hey, look, my friend Louise is there. I'm going to go hang out there as well. Okay. So that's an app. Does that happen? I think so. Hmm. That's To me, again, it gets into this whole weird thing of people knowing where you are at all times. There's this other one out there now. I don't know the name of it. But it literally tracks where you just, like, spent money at and how much you spent. Mm-hmm. Be like, Louise just spent $35 at Urban Outfitters. Like, why would any I want anyone to know that? I don't know. But again, it's like, oh, hey, Louis, my friend Louise is over at Urban Outfitters buying something. You know, I could use a cute top myself. I'm going to go over there. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. To me, that's just, like, way too much. I understand this whole idea of social media and keeping in touch with people at all times, but to let people know where you are and spending money at, yeah, that's I think just... Yeah, kind of creepy. That's a privacy thing, in yeah. my opinion. Like, I think it's kind of creepy, like... People, you know, like, I hate to be paranoid about technology, but it does kind of make me creeped out. So that's another one. Um, I'm trying to think of what other so apps there are. So this application means that you can load this So there'd be something your on your phone that, again, you could pee on a computer chip about the size of a USB Stick and plug it into, into your, your phone, phone. And then this application. And your phone will analyze your urine and tell you if you have an STD. Only if you have this application. Yes. And you can get this application by ordering it through. Through, like, the iTunes store. Hmm. And it's how much? I don't know. Sometimes they're free. Sometimes they're like five ninety nine. Hmm. Like there's this one I really want to get. One of our awesome train passenger listeners, uh, Pat, who we've talked about before, is going to be passing off an old iPhone to me, which I'm looking forward to. But they have one that's called Hipstamatic. Mm-hmm. It's an app that's just a way to use the camera built in the iPhone to put like different effects on it, like it's an old camera. So I'm very looking very much forward to using that. I just think it's crazy. It's like this ultimate toy. Like Greg was telling me about the other day about a game called like Duck Sling or something like that or like Dead Birds or something. I don't know where you basically take these birds and you use this, you know, it's like a game built into your iPhone. You knock over stuff and it's very addicting. So that's what an app is in general. I think that's really weird. So now they're talking about how technology is to the point that you can get uh, tested for STDs on your iPhone. I think it's weird and creepy. I don't know. I see. The other thing that's interesting, again, we're just babbling at this point, so that's just part of the Four Loco podcast. <laughs> All I know is I want to Hold see on. what this Green Lantern hey, trailer means. Stop, stop. They're saying that kids now don't use email. They use text, texting more than anything mm-hmm. else. So instead of being like, hey, Louise at gmail.com, mm-hmm. they're just constantly texting back and forth. And I think the other article I read, too, was about how people are using apps more than they are going on the internet. Mm-hmm. So instead of constantly going on to Google, looking up this, constantly going on to Google, looking up that, there's apps that are just fully functioned to work. So you can go into that app and figure stuff out as opposed to always having to go on your internet browser. So I think that's interesting as well. 
So, that's the end of the Babbling Podcast. It's crazy. I would say I've got a fourth of the way to go on this Four loco fruit punch. Yeah. And I'm going to dump this lemon lime down the drain. Yucky. Or clean my bathroom with it, because that's what it taste smells like. Uh, please don't. So, right. everybody. That was... That was... The Awesome Train Podcast, number 55. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.theawesometrain.blogspot.com. We'll be posting links of the gorgeous couple from UglyBugBall.com on there. And if you have a chance this weekend, Netflix, Summer Magic, it's an oldie but a goodie. Or if you have time this weekend, take a picture of your wiener and send it into Louise. <laughs> I will have a judging contest on whose wiener I think has been submitted. Now here's the thing. People never respond in our comments. I wonder if people will actually come forth at this point Absolutely. with wiener shots. Of course not. Alright, well we're going to leave everybody with a cover of the song Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cootie. This is by the artist Lissy. She has an album out called Where'd it go? Catching a Tiger. She has an album out called Catching a Tiger. Ah, that's right. But check this out, let us know. All comments are welcome. Peace out guys. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Hey, we might have some special guests next Sober week. Sober podcast in the future. Yeah. All Enjoy. of this made me sleepy. Good night. Good night. Adios.